Welcome back to Terminal 234. It's Faye on the mic with... Hey, what's up, everyone? This is The Lockwell. We are your host, the Terminal 234. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's going on, Faye? Yeah. Um, not much. I mean, I feel like that might be the last time they'll ever hear that opener. Maybe for season four, we'll try something completely different to satisfy mm. you. <laughs> wow, I'm so we'll happy see to about hear it, that. When you, when you said that at first, I was like, the last time they're going to hear that opener, I'm like, wait, what? Like, is there oh. news that you're trying to tell me <laughs> right now? Like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. nah, nah, no, no, no. That's that's better. Um, no. Yeah, season four might bring new openers and new things in general. We'll see how that goes. But um I guess it's worth noting here that it is the season finale of season three. We've made it. We have. We've we've yeah. it's been a very interesting season. I like looking back at the beginning of the season, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I can't believe that was this same season. Like yeah. so much has changed. Like I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but so much has changed. Corona, this, that. I like, mean, are that's just like the really obvious crazy. change. It is. There's it no is. way of not talking about it because, um, as they'll hear, the rest of the episode is very Corona heavy, mm-hmm. um, which we felt it necessary, especially me, because, you know, we had ideas for this season. This season was supposed to be, um, like, totally different in terms of mm-hmm. what we talked about. The theme, should we say or should we save we it for maybe another? We can, we can say. say. The theme was supposed to be travel. And if you guys even go back to earlier episodes, you might have noticed that we started off talking about something like the travel ban. Um, and then, of course, travel took a huge nosedive for the entire world because of Corona. We ended up having a Corona-themed season instead. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely felt right to end the season with this and hopefully leave it all there. We don't know when we're going to pick up season four exactly, but hopefully in a much better position. Yeah, yeah. And it won't be too long. We'll be back soon. So we might still yeah. be under the same conditions, but Who knows? It's, been a lot of, it's been a lot of fun. I feel like there's been a lot of growth this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every season comes with growth, but I feel like this season mm-hmm. specifically has been just mm-hmm. a lot of growth in a lot of positive ways. Um, so yeah. yeah, just real quick, I want to, I don't know if, let's, let's save a shout out. We'll do shout outs. Okay. Well. we'll do shout out at the end. We'll do shout outs. But yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's been a great season. And yeah, you know, no, I, what are we, what are we going to talk about today? Let's let the people know what they're about to listen to. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of fun this season as well. And like I've already alluded to, we're ending it on what we think is a high note and a, and a necessary note with, um, talking about Corona and how it's affected different people in different ways. Um, People that are close to us, people that are in our lives that have pretty much been a headline, whether it's, um, you know, massive layoffs across the country and unemployment rates going up or um, the class of 2020, just having a very abrupt change to how their senior years were supposed to end. Or, um, you know, even essential workers, an essential worker that isn't necessarily in the medical field and how they're dealing with it. So I'm sure all of you guys have heard those headlines. And fortunately for us, we've been able to get some guests that are willing to speak on um, those particular topics and their viewpoint on it. I actually had a lot of fun with this episode. What did you think? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was great to hear the different perspectives. Um, I'm always really interested for me. I I don't know. There's something wrong with me. I'm always interested in like the education angle of things. Just Mm -hmm. like I've just been like, I don't know how the students can graduate. So it's it's interesting to talk to people Mm -hmm. and see how they feel about it being in their position, how they've been affected. Yeah, no, but um, how did you feel about it? Just give us a really quick viewpoint on how you felt about Corona. Like, I don't necessarily think you made it into any headlines in the way I just described, but overall, 
Did you have a... Um, it's, it's been... It's been interesting. It's been tough. I think that when mm-hmm. it first started, I was definitely on the happier side of things. With mm-hmm. like, I was happy to not have to go into work every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I drive an hour to work, so like, major mm-hmm. gas money was saved. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is nice. I- I've been trying to work from home. I- I'm sure you remember. I'm like, I want yeah. to work from home. I'm so yeah. jealous. So I was happy, but then mm-hmm. as time went on, working from home gets kind of boring especially there's nothing to balance it out with so it wasn't mm-hmm. like i was working from home but then i can go out afterwards and i can enjoy like i couldn't do anything so like a lot of the reasons i thought that i would enjoy working from home was that i would have a lot of flexibility which i had of course but i was still in my house ultimately so it kind of almost felt yeah. like a prison like i literally was locked yeah down. i didn't <laughs> enjoy that part of it and you know just wow. boredom feeling a mm-hmm. little lonelier because you can't see everyone and like just be out and about so mm-hmm. it kind of changed but i think after a while of course normalize go used to it and yeah. as things are started like as everything is more normalized the amount of fear the level of fear that people have has gone down so yeah now like i've mm-hmm. had visitors like over the last mm-hmm. week i can say i've had like five six seven different visitors at my house oh wow like, a month ago, like nobody. Look at you, Mister Popular. Not even. I mean, I live with people, <laughs> so it's not my visitors, but visitors in general. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. there's more contact with people, so I feel mm-hmm. a little bit better. And okay. you know, just and as like you said, as far as work, I haven't been affected um, in terms of losing a job or not getting yeah. paid or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm, you know, a part of the lucky few, I guess, that are in that percentage. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I'm going to agree with you on pretty much all your points in terms of like, I've had ups and downs with it. I've mainly had ups. Luckily for me, I live with two of my best friends, aka my siblings. I love them to death. I always hang out with them. So I haven't felt the boredom thing as much as some other people I'm sure do. But um, there still definitely has been like lower moments, down moments, annoying moments, just like, you know, like, can we can we get out a little bit? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I need to get out of here. But then, you know, um, it is what it is. Such is life. Um, yeah. Again, I'm fortunate to have a roof over my head to be safe, for my family members to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Ramadan happened over quarantine. Yeah, it is actually Mubarak. today. So Eid Mubarak to all of that celebrate. Um, and I've actually had the weirdest Ramadan, but also very, like, I don't know, fulfilling one in a way. Like, mm. it, it was great having all five of my family members under the same exact roof for the entirety of the 30 days. Um, doing the whole thing together, you know, from iftar to to whore everything. So it, yeah. it was actually um, fulfilling in, in a in a large way. So yeah, that's my viewpoint on Corona. And um, yeah, I think we can actually leave it there. Let these people hear the episode and then bookend it with the with the shout outs that you guys that's will right. hear pretty soon. Perfect. Enjoy the episode, guys. Um, all right, guys. So we have our first guest with us right now. Um, she wow, goes by the I'm name the first of guest. Yeah, you're <laughs> the first guest for this special episode. Okay. So, um, <laughs> she goes by the name Brevin. Um, she's one of my closest friends from Aerotech, which is um, the company that I worked at for like two and a half years. Um, so Brevin being on the line with us is a special moment for me. Um, (laughs) I'm really excited to have her on the line. Um, and yeah, in, in honor of all things Corona, as you know, different people have experienced it in different ways, but there are the major headlines that everybody has seen. 
Um, one of the main ones being the unemployment rate going up and up and up and up. And every time you think it's going to go down, it doesn't, or plateau, it doesn't. Um, and unfortunately, Brevin has joined that humongous number. Um, I think right now we're like, you know, just under 40 million or so unemployed in this country. So that's a very unfortunate, as we all know. But Brevin, how about we just start with getting your overall viewpoint on Corona and how it's been treating you thus far? Let's let's not really talk about the layoff quite yet, but Corona, what is it all about for you? Sure. I mean, honestly, so far for Corona, um, when I first heard about it, you you heard stories about it, but you didn't really know what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Just people being scared, not really knowing what to expect or anything like that. So. Once I first heard about it, um, I remember just talking about it in our weekly meetings that we would have and just being like, wow, like this is kind of scary, but never really just thinking that it would come over here to America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our boss made it a point for whatever reason to talk about Corona every single week in our <laughs> weekly meetings. Yeah. Um, yep. So I was pretty Corona now mm-hmm. um, as far as. Um, he had his tracker, so he would he would pull up a map every day or every week, and it would show like how many more people got affected where in China compared to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just sort of like an eye opening thing, like wow, like this thing is really spreading like wildfire. Like a lot of people are getting affected, and I think when it honestly became real for me is when Italy was affected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read something in the news like something like 100,000 people or either were affected or died from the coronavirus. So once I, once I heard that, I was like, okay, this is, this is a little real. too close for comfort. Yeah. Um, and I actually had plans to go to Greece this summer. So mm. once I heard that, I was just kind of like, wow, okay, okay. Like this is, this could be something that could be slightly devastating. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So th- those were my initial thoughts about it. So once we found out, got the first sort of um, news report that coronavirus was in Maryland, not even our county, but in Maryland, I was like, okay, um, <laughs> here we go. So I think it was in PG County first. Um, some lady went to travel, came back, ended up spreading it down here um and I think it was in our county in Toronto County within maybe a week or two after that I heard and I just remember asking the boss like you know hey guys I, I noticed that COVID is now in Toronto County what do we plan on doing about it um like are we going to be working from home is there going to be some type of work from home schedule or what's going on and I didn't really get an answer <laughs> And I remember just looking on Anne Arundel County First Alert and being like, okay, well, there's two cases in Anne Arundel County. We work in Anne Arundel County. What's going on? Um, and they kind of didn't seem too bothered about it, which sort of felt weird to me because every week leading up to this, we would talk about coronavirus and how big of an impact it had across right. um, China and Europe. So for them not to be worried about it was weird to say the least so obviously maybe they didn't want us to panic or anything like that but once I realized that it was in our county I was like okay I don't really feel safe coming to work right now I'm gonna be completely honest um I did not feel safe going to work Mm -hmm. um I honestly just 
was like, okay, well, if everybody else is at work, I should be fine too. I don't really want to be the odd man out asking to be the only one to work from home because of the coronavirus. So when it first started, everybody just sort of acted like, you know, it was fine. And it went from, eh, you know, we'll figure it out to, okay, the whole company is getting laptops and everybody's working from home until further notice. So I would say that happened probably within like a four day time span. Um, it was really zero to 100 real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Honestly did. It felt like, like I was in a movie almost. I got a twilight zone. I was just like, why is nobody else as concerned about this as me right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then it went from, eh, we'll see, to, no, you're working from home. Like, I remember it was a Friday and they were testing out the work from home schedule because at first we were going to just test it out to see, make sure everybody's connection worked. We were going to do some type of flip-flop schedule. Half the team would work from home, half the team would stay in the office, and then the next day vice versa. Well, I went home early that day. They, they made the schedule, so I only got a half day. So I went home at lunch, stayed the remainder of the day at home. And I think it was that Sunday or that Monday, we got an email from corporate saying that, yeah, we're not returning to the office. So it, it, was, it was really a matter of days before we went from working to the office to nobody can physically go back until the office for their notice. Now, it sounds like overall your experience with Corona was mired with your experience at work. Like they kind of converged, like basically your life changing, your day to day um, experience changing was based off of the fact that work had changed quite a bit. And even from like you guys talking about it so much at work to then you ending up having to work from home. Mm -hmm. But personally, did you feel any effects like were you the type that was always out and about? I know the answer, but let the audience know. Were you the type that was always out and about and then totally derailed that for you, the type who was like a recluse already? Like, how did that feel? Right. I think because my, I was out, I worked full time. So most of my experience was at work. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that's really like the perspective I was thinking when the whole coronavirus was going down. Because yeah. a lot of my friends, I'm 23, a lot of my friends, we all have different types of jobs. Right. Not all of them work in offices. A lot of them worked in restaurants. Um, so we were always just kind of on like a flip-flop schedule anyway. So I didn't really see it start to take effect with my friend group, honestly, until there was a actual stay-at-home order. Like you order. physically are not allowed to leave your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was only maybe like two weeks of being on quarantine before they actually made that order. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact time frame, but it wasn't that long we were on, on quarantine and, you know, working remotely before they made it like a stay-at-home order um so I feel like that's when it really got real for us because before you know we were like oh like we just don't have to go to work right now like that's cool like we could just Mm -hmm. you know we could we could still go get food like we could still go to the store we Mm -hmm. could still go you know as long as we have our mask on like we can Mm -hmm. still do things and I think when they did the stay-at-home order, which is, like, you can't really leave your house without a purpose. Like, if you're not getting food, if you're not getting gas or anything essential, you should not be leaving your house. Nobody Mm -hmm. should be hanging out in groups of 10 or more. And it was really weird because I remember I was at my friend's house one day, and it was right when the stay-at-home order was the night. It was the day after. 
um, they did the stay-at-home order, and she invited a few friends over. My friend was in town from California, and we were all just hanging out our house, having a good time, and I think she realized that she invited more people than uh, the stay-at-home order allowed. When mm-hmm. she, and there wasn't really exactly 10 people. I would say it was, like, just under 10, but still, there was a lot. And we were all black, so it's just it's just a lot of red flags gone. So we were mm-hmm. like, oh my god, she's just like, nah, like y'all gotta leave. So she kicked everybody out. So I think that's when I realized, like, oh, like playtime is over. Right, like, right. Lives <laughs> have changed all the way. Yeah, like, it, I really have to stop now. Like nobody wants me at their house. Everybody's worried about their safety. Nobody wants that inside their home. Like, and I don't want to bring that inside the people's homes and I don't want to be exposed to that in people's homes. So that's when I was like, okay, yeah, this is real. Like no more social hour, like six feet apart, maybe, but nothing, nothing else, like no hanging out at houses. So that, that was really um, that was a come to Jesus moment for me. <laughs> yeah, no. So I guess um, overall, we can see here that your life at home changed quite a bit. Your friend group had a few dynamics change, but um, like we had alluded to already, your work life changed quite a bit, and especially very recently um, with a pretty large slew of layoffs that occurred um, at the company that you work at. So, mm-hmm. with that said, did you see it coming? Um, because I mean, I guess I buried the lead there. Um, or actually, I already mm-hmm. mentioned Revin was one people that unfortunately got laid off. So um, again, did you see that coming? Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like to be humble, but honestly, yeah, I did because I'm just I'm a super observant person, and right. that's just how I am. To a fall. Mm-hmm. I'm a cancer. I don't know if you guys are like really into astrology, but no, you know, I, um, do. I like I like astrology. Go off <laughs> on the other end, not so much. <laughs> it's a bunch of made up stuff. Come on, guys. <laughs> whatever. Dog. Well, it's it's they over there. It's it's supposed to be that cancers are super observant. That's one of mm-hmm. our traits. But anyway, um, um, but no, you know when when you have a meeting every single week and all you talk about is how how bad the numbers are. Mm-hmm. And, you know how bad we're not in you know our line of work is a staffing agency mm-hmm. so clearly nobody's working right now everything's closed so right. how are you gonna find people to work when no there's no place even open right now so yeah. that that was the the main issue that we were facing as a company and it was mm-hmm. pretty apparent and the longer and longer this quarantine is going on and the longer that people you know can't be working at full capacity that's how long our company is going to be affected so when we had, you know, weekly meetings just talking about, you know, our numbers aren't doing good, our, num- our numbers aren't doing good, you know, leadership is thinking about, you know, talking to the field, which are like the salespeople who go out and find the companies to work with, you know, just when you hear things like that, they're usually, you know, salespeople are usually the first to get, you know, laid yeah, off, yeah. um, just being as most of their salaries commission based. And if, you know, you're not producing, then, you know, what's the point of having you at the company? So, um, it's usually common knowledge that they're the first to go. Um, but me being in credit, I thought, you know, typically um, just my my type of field and my work, uh, jobs related in the finance field mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. are typically mm-hmm. ones that are safe, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah pretty secure. Uh, yeah, secure yeah. when it comes to layoffs, just because, you know, we're we're like the, the bodyguard of the company. Mm-hmm. We make sure that, 
you know, we're, we get really close into the company's financials and their clients' financials. And, you know, we're the ones who have that firsthand knowledge of how these companies are doing financially. So, you know, when you're getting a lot of requests for companies to extend their terms and, you know, they want longer time to pay and they don't know, you know, a lot of these companies are actually physically shutting down because of COVID and they don't know when they're even going to open back up to pay us. And on top of that, a lot of, um, a lot of court courts are closed right now. So Mm -hmm. being as we work in unsecured lines of credit, uh, meaning there's no collateral. Anytime somebody doesn't pay us, we have to go to, straight to court. And mm-hmm. that's also something that's, you know, affecting us because things aren't getting done as quickly because courts are closed right. right now. So all You just that thought they together, would have so much shit to give you that where are you going? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. just thought that if anything, like now is the time for credit to be used, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to help protect the company against those types of things. But I honestly just think it, it, it came to the obviously the, the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to I keep as many you. people on as long as they could. Um, I, I don't really want to get into this sort of yeah, bashing the, the company type of thing, but... <laughs> Um, but I, I think that they did what they could for as long as they could until, um, they they just had to let people go. And honestly, um, one thing that I will say, um, in regards to the whole layoff thing, Mm -hmm. I, I may be one of the weirds, but I also feel like I'm in a different position than most. I still live with my parents. I really don't have that many bills. Um, I don't pay rent. My college, thankfully, I'm super blessed. I didn't have any college loans. Mm-hmm. So there, I just don't have as many bills as most people do. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to, from an average American or average college student grad um, perspective. But yeah, for me, if you want my honest opinion, I really wasn't making as much as I wanted to working yeah. there. Um, yeah. And it was no secret that that's sort of like their MO. Mm-hmm. So... I was already looking for other opportunities um, within the financial sector, mm-hmm. not necessarily credit, but just financial sector in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already looking for a, additional response or opportunities just because I wasn't getting paid that much. So mm-hmm. that was always my goal. So I think I would say probably two weeks before I got laid off is when I actually started applying for jobs because mm-hmm. I just had this weird hunch and I was like, you know what? <laughs> It's just too it's many looking, red, red flags. It's looking shady. It's too many <laughs> yeah. red flags pointing to, okay, we're probably about to start laying some people off yeah. here. So, but that, again, that's just me working in credit. That's me having firsthand knowledge of the company financials. And that's just me being super observant. So, yeah, those are all things that I sort of came to my own conclusion. This was nothing that was ever said to us from a leadership standpoint or a company-wide standpoint. Like, hey, guys, like, we're it's possible that we're heading towards layoffs in the next three weeks. Like that was never said to anybody. And that's one thing that could be considered a fault. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would go ahead and say that. No, but I mean, transparency key when it comes to things like that, because I I feel like it's only fair to give people every chance that they can get to make sure that their lives are good. Like the only thing that I will say that I did not like about it is I was being told I was laid off the day I was laid off. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I would have known like they were talking about layoffs three to four weeks ago, you know, I used my own, I came to my own conclusion, thankfully, but 
I feel like if a lot more people were given that that heads up, then they would be in a lot better place right now. And yeah. that's one thing that I just don't, I didn't like was the lack of transparency. I feel you. Uh, let me one. let me jump in here real quick. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for being on. First of all, um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this. Hopefully, this could be the last question. Faye likes mm-hmm. to get the last word. So no, I actually <laughs> wanted. I, I was gonna ask the last question, but you know what? I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. It's all you, Dalapo. Yeah. So I the only the question I want to ask you is just really quick. So being that you are in the situation that you are in now, um, and like you said, you've been you were already applying for jobs before you know, mm-hmm. before the actual day of the layoff. So you're a little ahead of the curve a little bit. But like you said, you kind of mentioned the fact that a lot of places have been closed. Of course, we're seeing places starting to reopen gradually. How mm-hmm. has the job search been? Have you have you been, again, actual feedback yet? Or is it like a little too early in the process? Like, do you see the effect on that in that process? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd be lying if I'm saying that, you know, it's not hard to get a job right now. Um, and I think it's just because of the the uncertainty of everything right now. Nobody right. really knows what's going to happen. I mean, when I'm applying for jobs, a lot of them are, you know, sort of like on their, their postings, work remotely is something that they're promoting almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're, you know uh, remote work is an option. Um, just to let people know, like, you're not going to be forced to go into, you know, mm-hmm. COVID central so before you're fighting. So are working. So um, I'm seeing a lot of that when I'm applying for jobs, but it definitely is difficult. I've had people open my resumes. I haven't had anybody reach out to me personally. Um, But again, like I said, I've only really been applying for the last two weeks, like full fledged. So um, I've had one, one company reach out to me as a sales position and I'm just not a sales type of gal. So that just didn't interest me, but people are reaching out to me and companies are looking at my applicants. So mm-hmm. if there's one thing that I want to tell, you know, whether it be the millennial generation or the boomer generation, even, um, if they're telling you right now or your company or your boss is telling you that people aren't, um, hiring right now, it is a lie. Mm-hmm. I, I think they are because they wouldn't post any jobs if they weren't hiring. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how I look at it um yeah no if you peruse indeed right now there's postings from three days ago four days ago of course it also depends on your industry but i can tell you from a financial point of view um like from that industry there definitely are postings on the regular so right don't feel defeated Mm -hmm. it's just you know i will say the industry that's mainly just impacted is entertainment right now yeah so service you know whether service entertainment Mm -hmm. restaurants like anything that has to do with any type of large groups and just being Mm -hmm. around a large group of people you're being Mm -hmm. affected right now if you can't work your job remotely you're being affected right now so it's 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 really if you fall in any of those types of categories it's going to be super difficult for you right now because a lot of these jobs don't have work you know, remote capabilities or anything like that. And those are the people who are really hurting right now. So like I said, I'm one of the weird ones where I'm not technically, you know, in that space um, where, you know, I'm working in the service industry and I, I literally can not physically go to work because, or have any work to do, but I, I'm thankful that I can work remote. But like I said, a lot of my friends do work in restaurants and they, they work in hair salons and they do nails and they do, you know, they're barbers, things like that. And they're being affected right now. And they're, they've had a, you know, 
file for unemployment and things like that. And they're really the ones who are, are being affected by this in the long run. No, but Brevin, to echo what Dilapo said, we really, really appreciate you joining us. Like, this was a pleasure for me. I like talking to you um, in this forum. So maybe in the future we'll have it happen again. Um, but Dilapo, did you have any last questions or comments? No, that, I, I promise that was my last question. Okay. I, thank you so much for being on. Definitely shed a lot of light on, you know, just the job situation out there being mm-hmm. working, not working, both sides of it. And like you said, you're in a very unique position because of the company you're working for literally is mm-hmm. like a recruiting agency. So you have mm-hmm. a little more foresight into the general markets. So, yeah, we right appreciate here. the information and the, the candor. Well, I, I appreciate you all for giving me an opportunity to speak. I've never been on a podcast before, so this is the first <laughs> for me. Hey. Um, but yeah, I really, I love, I adore Faye. She knows this. Um, <laughs> and if it wasn't for my company that I worked at, I wouldn't even know Faye. So yeah. I'm grateful for that. And I think you guys <laughs> are doing an amazing job. I, I told Faye that I was so proud of her when she was starting this podcast um and keep doing what you guys are doing i mean just keep doing it keep staying safe out there during these crazy times you know and all we can do is just hope and pray that things will get back to normal soon soon amen to that amen to that all right stay safe boo all right thanks guys Bye. all right so we have another guest here with us um Lukman is here. Thank you so much for being on. Lukman is a student as well as an employee, a worker. He works in one of the few industries that are still considered essential at this time, um, that have been essential during this whole pandemic pretty much. So we wanted to get some of his thoughts on just what that's been like, having to go into work when other people have been staying home and all that good stuff. So Lukman, just real quick, just tell the people generally where you work or like what kind of work you do you don't have to say like specifically but what kind of work do you do and what's that been like all right i work in a grocery store and i think it's pretty good so far but uh you know people have to stay home so i have to get up early and i think it's kind of stressful because uh i have to do quite a lot of things people don't have to do i have to keep i have to drive about an hour to go back and forth from work and to work which is uh, a lot of work and yeah, I think that's it. Okay. How how has it been? Like you said, people don't necessarily have to go into work right now. You have to go into work. Um, do you feel? Have, yeah. Did you at any point did you ever feel like you were putting yourself at risk or that you were at higher risk because of that of catching the coronavirus? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think everyone who has to leave their house and go into a public place, uh, where they're also going, where they're going to be a lot of people, uh, probably not you know, using masks or using gloves are uh, at a very high risk of uh, getting coronavirus. And did you, did you ever feel like, did you ever consider not going to work? Did you ever consider like, maybe I don't want to work right now. Maybe I should just like, is it worth it for me? Or was that never really something you considered? Uh, I actually never considered it because uh, I kind of enjoy the work I do. You know, it's just, it's fun. It's in a, it's in a uh, good environment and we're safe and protected. So I never actually considered not going to work. Huh. Yeah, that's definitely something I was not expecting. You you saying that, um, you know, working at a grocery store, especially during this time, is an enjoyable experience. Yeah. So that's definitely a refreshing thing to hear. I, I like that you're not like, you know, paranoid every single time you walk out your door and basically being no. dragged there. But how have the people at home felt? Because I'm, I'm assuming you, you live with people, correct? 
Yes, I do. Yeah. So how have they felt with you having to go to work and coming back home and, you know, that whole thing? I think they feel stressed about me having to leave probably four or five days a week. But mm -hmm. uh, they really haven't mentioned anything about, uh, you know, them feeling uh, worried about me going mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. So I think they're probably fine with it. But I can't be too sure what, you know, everyone is thinking in the house. Hmm. That is that is interesting. The fact that, like, like you said, you have to go into work, come back, you get into contact with a lot of people. Um, you, so the the place that you work in, the store that you've been working at, did you feel like they were quick to react to everything that was going on, or were they kind of like with everyone else, where it was until it was mandated, then they started doing things differently? Yeah, it was actually really slow. We did get, uh, we did not get uh, gloves, uh, masks, hand sanitizers till uh, the whole, almost about a week to the lockdown thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. We didn't get, it was, it was, it was pretty slow, like everyone else's. Mm, okay. So yeah. Yeah, and, and how is, like, people that you've been working with? So I do think that your perspective is unique, especially because you're younger. Um, like we said, you know, younger people generally are not at as much risk. And generally, even if they're at risk, they don't be caring that much, right? Younger people, we, we feel invisible. But I assume you probably work with some yeah. older people. Have you seen any of your coworkers that have really been affected by it, either just actually being anxious or being stressed coming into work or just actually contacting the virus? Like, have you seen that? happen where you work uh no i haven't but uh, i've seen some people being some people stressing out about coming to work uh mostly the older people about 50 60 or mm -hmm. 40 maybe uh mm -hmm. they don't feel too comfortable coming to work because you know older people are likely to get it than younger people are so now um I guess I'm good on the work thing. I think I have a general idea of how work has been for you. The last thing I do want to ask though is has like your routine changed quite a bit? Like I'm sure it's not exactly the same as pre-corona. Like how has your routine or schedule and all that changed? Uh, do you mean like my life in general? Um, I mean, I guess you could answer it both ways. Like first off, like when it comes to work, are you scheduled a lot more than usual are you going in a lot earlier leaving a lot later um are you like taking a lot more time when you get home to maybe like take a shower immediately whatever the case and then like personally how are you juggling it with like school and all that kind of stuff? all right uh well right now school is over so mm -hmm. uh i'm i've been i'm going to be scheduled a lot more since it's also going to be since i'm going to be working throughout the summer as well okay uh, we have to leave quite late because we have to make sure like everywhere's pre everywhere's cleaned down uh, mm -hmm. from uh, from the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's uh, I wouldn't say I have to go in early, but uh, I have to go in a couple minutes quite early. I don't have mm -hmm. to leave in about thirty twenty minutes too early to go into work. Okay. And uh, with with uh, school. Uh, I mean, when I was uh, back about a month or two ago, uh, it wasn't that bad. I did. I wasn't scheduled as much because uh, school school is my priority, and I let them know that before I started working. So they didn't know. I'm right now. I'm still part time, so they don't have to schedule me uh, as often as they are going to be scheduling me right now okay. after school's over. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I think that's fine. Gopa, did you have any more questions for? Yeah, no, I think we, we covered mostly everything. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for taking the time out to join us. Um, and yeah, I guess my, my last question for you is, 
now that things are opening up more, um, have have you seen any changes to the way that things are being done at work? Or is it still, everything is still, you're still working the way you have been working. You're still following the policies. Or are things getting more relaxed now that, you know, we're kind of become more normalized and things are opening up a little more? Uh, yeah, uh, we we actually, are, we, we've extended our opening and closing time since, uh, since things have opened back up. But I've heard that uh, since things opened back up, there's been uh, quite a number of uh, people who've gotten the virus. So mm-hmm. I don't know if my uh, my where I work is going to uh, close where where I work is going to minimize the hours. But like we minimize the number of people in the store, so we don't get so much. So it's not so crowded in the store mm-hmm. for a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, your so time you're... has been. Oh, go ahead, Dapa. No, no, I was gonna say. So you're still, they're still making sure they keep they limit the number of people coming in the stores. Those kinds of things yes. haven't changed. They're still yes. doing that. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, we're that's still good doing that know. right now. Yeah. No. What I was gonna end with is that like your time has been so much appreciated because we've definitely gotten the viewpoint of um, people who work in the medical field. We had a doctor on a previous episode and um, somebody else who has experience in that field, but we haven't had the chance to speak to somebody that's been working through the pandemic from a different um, angle or in a different capacity. So your time again has been so appreciated. And um, yeah, I mean, we want you to stay safe out there and um, hopefully you keep enjoying what you're doing. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys uh, having time to uh, get me on the podcast. Thank you. All right, now finally we have two last guests. Um, Another set of guests that are very special to my heart. They're my siblings. Um, This is their first time ever being on the podcast. They've heard me recording many a times, you know, you know, quarantine vibes. We've all been recording from. So um, finally they get to be on the show with me today. Hey. I should say. Hello. Um, Hello. And, Can you introduce um, them by names? They have names. Yeah, I was about to say. No, okay, fine. Dalafo, come at me. Jeez. Um, I was going to get into that. No, uh, my brother, he's Olufumbi, just Lou. Oh, know, my gosh. You have to give the full name. Oh, um, that's why it's not to have sisters. Over there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't give last name, though. Um, um, she just goes by Faluka, we So we have... Lou and Faluke over here with us. And like you guys have heard already, um, this episode is all about how people are dealing with the quarantine. Um, These two are both students, um, both class of 2020 students. Um, My brother being a college student and my sister being a high school student. Um, My brother isn't graduating in the spring. He's graduating um, a little bit later. I think this December. But regardless, he definitely has um, some viewpoints on how quarantine has treated his studies and then my sister is a spring graduate um and she's definitely had quite the experience as a senior in high yeah, school so what, what i think i want to do let me jump in here mm-hmm, i think sure. that we should definitely start with full because okay. high school comes before college and okay, sure. i feel like high school that. must just be like the crazy like i feel like college is probably not that crazy right now mm-hmm, but high school yeah. like i don't even understand how mm-hmm. they can even say they got a high school <laughs> education like without yeah, like, <laughs> like three four months yeah. so look at obviously True. schools have been closed for at least two months, if I'm not mistaken. What has yeah. that been like being your... Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, we've been closed since March, like, 15th or something. Hmm. Or 13th, March 13th. 
Okay. Yeah. And how's how has that been like? So I know like I have a, a side gig where I'm a teacher. So I do deal with a couple of students that are in high school and stuff like that. Um, so obviously you guys are doing stuff from home. Like what's that been like finishing out your senior year at home, just academically from that standpoint? So like I finished school officially like last week on May 20th. So um, I'm officially like a graduated technically. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, I mean, at first, when we first got out, like, March 13th, we literally weren't doing anything academic whatsoever for two and a half weeks. So it was kind of just, like, a super long break. And then that's when they started implementing, like, a whole bunch of online classes with, like, um, meetings, like, um, Google Meets with teachers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at first, it's, like, since we weren't doing work, I kind of, like, felt super laid back and it was vacation then when they started trying to like make us do the google meets and give us like due dates with assignments and stuff i still wasn't really like into it i kind of felt like i kind of felt senioritis in full force like if you're not making me go to school but you're still trying to make me do work it's like man i mean you can only make me do so much so i feel like i feel like especially because for you i got senioritis really early yeah no what i was gonna say especially because for you you were in classes that you technically don't need to graduate so like really at the end of the day senioritis was already going to hit you way hard because i remember those days but now you're at home and you already had like an extended spring break if you so i can only imagine how that felt for you exactly exactly and and you said you were were doing work were you even doing any work like i've seen students that like (laughs) they don't have any work like they literally do one worksheet for a whole week like it's not actually work did you feel like the work was intensive or was it still really laid back so my classes the classes i take were ap classes so we, mm. we still had to prepare for our ap test regardless I, I don't have any regular classes so that's all we were doing preparing for our ap test i can imagine like the people with regular classes they were probably just doing worksheets because it's not like we're work, they're working towards a final or anything mm-hmm. we don't we're not even having finals so it was like they weren't working towards anything but for us we still had to work towards the classes so mainly it was just like reviewing um, study guides, stuff like that. It wasn't like true work. It was basically just studying, in my opinion, that was graded. And speaking mm. of AP classes, you have to take AP tests. How have those been during the quarantine? Well, AP tests during quarantine, see, it, it's really weird. It's like they're way quicker than you would in a real AP test when you're going there. I kind of just don't consider it like a real AP, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it being it being online it gives a lot less room for like doing well i think they're grading it on like a very a smaller scale so Mm -hmm. i think that i'm like not really in favor of taking the ap test but i just did it anyways because even though i could have gotten my money back i could have like just not taking it i just feel like i might as well have done it (laughs) you never know Yeah. yeah So you took the AP test. I'm assuming, like you said, you, just did, it, you did it online. Um, what was that experience like taking yeah. an exam like that online? Have you taken AP tests before this year? I assume that you have before this year, like yeah. in person yeah. and then online. Like, what's the difference? Did you feel a difference in the actual test? There was a huge difference. Like, I could use my phone to search up answers. I could, like go to any type of notes I wanted like when you're when you go to the testing site in a like true regular AP exam it was like full force everything like no phones no everybody's quiet can't talk to nobody 
like you got your pencil, you got your paper, like that for one is different. And usually the AP test lasts like an hour, an hour plus, but the ones that I took were 45 minutes. So I took a 30 minute one. I took a 45 minute one. Wow. It's like completely different. Yeah. So I don't know. But there it's, are it's definitely really some, <laughs> I feel you baby. Now there are some um, parallels and contrasts with uh college i know like for instance with the spring break angle my brother had a similar experience where it was almost an extended spring break to begin with and then classes picked up again so fumbi on your end or lou um as we say how does that feel when you first came home did you think you were mm -hmm. going back like you normally would any other year or how did it feel this time? i me personally i kind of anticipated this whole thing because i was like monitoring the uh pandemic so mm -hmm. when they let us out for school for spring break, I took most of my stuff back because I just felt I had a feeling when we weren't going to come. Mm -hmm. So at first, I didn't know how they were going to like continue school. So I was just kind of like relaxing, like normal spring break. I had work mm -hmm. here and there. So I was doing my work, but it wasn't anything crazy. And then when they picked school back up, it's kind of like the teachers kind of like started like, I don't know how to explain. They kind of overcompensate because they mm -hmm. felt like, I don't know if they were being watched or what, but they kind of felt like <laughs> they had to like give an adequate amount of work mm. in order to, yeah. So it's like all the classwork and stuff we would do, they kind of like gave us double the, double the classwork and double the like study material. So in turn, like the test was kind of like, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was harder because they were pretty much the same, but because you had to do so much other graded assignments and like the format was different. So you had to adjust to that. It just kind of made everything, I don't know, kind of not really harder, but just more time consuming. And um, and then on top of that, it was like the due dates for everything is like still the same. So, yeah, everything was just like it was just and then on top of it, your your motivation is lower. So everything together just made everything kind of harder. But I mean, we got through it. It was cool. <laughs> OK, did you have. um? Did you have lectures? Like, did they try to simulate lectures online or was it just a matter of like, this is your mm -hmm. lecture, go read it and do this work? Yeah, so some of my teachers did. Some of my teachers had lectures online. So instead of like having a uh, study material, we just do it on our own. We would have the lectures and then you could like take notes or do whatever you want to do to retain the uh, information. But for my other classes, for most of my classes, it was just they gave us the material on, on our own and then we would have to turn it in, so, yeah. Okay, and for you, I know a lot of college students, of course, learn differently. Some students never go to mm -hmm. lecture anyway. Did you feel yeah. like in those classes where you didn't have the option of listening to your professor speak, I don't know how, what kind of yeah, learning part, but did that affect your learning process? Yeah, it, it affected my learning process uh, slightly because I'm the type of person that I'd rather, you know, like listen to you. Because most of my teachers, they kind of like have conversations rather than just talk to us the whole, you know, hmm. 45 minutes or whatever hour. So it kind of keeps my attention more. So when you have to study on your own, it's like some things you might miss and you have to go back. And you know, you don't really have that luxury when you're taking the test to go back. And so if you miss something, you just missed it. So you just have to make sure you retain all the knowledge and like when you get distracted, refocus, read it up again, stuff like that. So yeah. Now, unlike sister, you did have to take finals at home, correct? Yeah, I did. So what was that vibe like? Um, honestly, the finals, a lot of the tests and finals weren't that bad because it was just like pretty much they just 
moved it from like on paper to mm-hmm. online and just time right. it, which was already time usually so right. it wasn't really yeah it wasn't really an issue it was just like other things that were hard to adjust to now i know both of you have had experience with the uh, grading changing a little bit during quarantine session if you will like i know yeah. for both of you you had pass fail elements i don't know if it was for all of your classes so do you yeah. guys want to speak on that like how did you feel about the grades and like making sure that you got certain grades or passed certain um, classes and blah, blah, blah. The thing with me is like, I already knew a lot of my grades before, uh, way before it's like we made the decision to make it pass fail. So mm-hmm. for a lot of students, if, you're, if your grades on the border, you have to like turn in an, a form to make sure they put your grades in if you don't want it to be pass fail. So some oh, people okay. that are like, yeah, some people that are like struggling between C and failing or whatever, they, basically would just have to go with the pass fail rather than take a you know grade because mm-hmm. if you take the grade it obviously affects your gpa but if it's just mm-hmm. pass fail it doesn't luckily i already knew my grades pretty much way before so i could just turn it in and say so, to be reflected because yeah. you know what that, we were gonna get was yeah, that exactly. per class or was that like a, a um, sheet for everything like could you pick so, a class like i want this to be pass failed i want this grade yeah you could you could pick classes so that that made it kind of easier and and more they were flexible so it was cool Hmm. so basically no one really if you're doing any work like you should not be having a terrible gpa like your gpa should have gone up because your gpa should have went up right exactly exactly um faluke did you have the same issue for me it was um like this is the first ever pass that we've ever done so like everything is 50 percent like completion if you do you get an a well, 50%, more than 50%. So 50% or less, you get an E. 50% or more, you get an A. So it's like B, C, D, all gone. So it's like, yeah. You'd rather get an A so or it's an kind e? of weird. Yeah. yeah. So it's literally A or E. It's not really pass or fail, A or E. <laughs> so wow. I don't know. But that, does that it affect your GPA? the difference. But I mean, I mean that me, means you could me, be a C student getting an A. still got an, an A. Exactly. But I could, um, for me though, like it's like all the, you know, like with the, it's quarters. So they mix up all the quarters and then that's your final grade. Right. But so it's just like this quarter is pass or fail. So all my A's before, it's like I could have gotten an E this quarter and still gotten a final. So it's like I didn't really care. I could have failed my classes. So you know, if you get what I'm trying to say, I still obviously did. Yeah, exactly. My my grades already made, but I still um. Took your A. I still just did the completion. Yeah, I still no, I'm just happy did my to hear A. You say that because if you said yeah. otherwise, we'll have to figure out what's going on with you. <laughs> um. So another thing I want to ask you for a look at, because being that you are a high school student, you're going to college, right? Like that's the next step. Right. So what's Eight, that right? process been like? Like, do you even know what is what at this point? So I basically have like. Um, like very close to no information on whether we're going back this fall or how the next like fall semester is going to look um oh i'm going to pit by the way hey i feel like i heard that but i wasn't sure another one guys pittsburgh needs to send me money i've sent three people to pittsburgh three people i mean come on instead they're asking me for money every email they tell me to donate nonsense over here my track record is zero with salisbury i ain't got nobody going there (laughs) so um there was like a 
look like a couple months ago there was talk of them doing um like a hybrid semester where they they we would go but there would be some online classes and for lecture but none of like there's nothing confirmed for the fall mm -hmm. semester they're kind of just going with things as if we would go back right now so like i'm doing the application like housing application process as if we would go back like normal okay but even before we get to the point of college, like she got to graduate, like, yeah, she's done with classes, but she hasn't officially, officially graduated. So how do you feel about graduation this year and the virtual graduations taking place? Um, I know the class of 2020 had a commencement, if you will, um, a few, like, was it the last week or a few weeks ago um, where Obama spoke? So, um, yeah, how do you feel about that whole graduation team for this year? Um, I mean, like, they're, they're putting a lot of emphasis on the fact that it's not meant to like replace the in-person graduation. They even said that like nothing can replace that, da 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 da. And mm -hmm. so they're just trying to like, I guess, compensate. So like this, mm -hmm. for me, like virtual graduation, I feel like it's just like a compensation. So I kind mm -hmm. of don't really, I don't, I'm not like excited for it. I'm just like, I guess it has to happen. It's nice that they're trying, yeah. and yeah, that's my whole viewpoint on it. Um, but yeah, it's cool because like all my family members can watch it. I don't have to be looking for invitations Tickets. or whatever. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I guess that's a little better. Yeah. Uh, were yeah. you like, were you looking forward to graduation, like the whole ceremony of it? Like, or oh, that, are you like because it's not one hundred percent? Okay. No, I was that person. And I was like, I can't wait to graduation. I can't wait for all my friends, yeah. um, family to come. Did you still have to do the whole cap and gown yeah. thing? Like, was it too late for you yeah. to do that or what? So the way we, we did cap and gowns was we had, like, <laughs> um, they did, like, by last name, you'd go pick up the school. So we okay. still got our cap and gowns, got our cords, all of that. We And then we're, we were required to take pictures or videos in your cap and gown and upload it to this, like, site. And I guess they're going to do like a compilation and basically like make a movie mm. and <laughs> air it. And then play that one yeah. song that all oh, the high school stands. What's yep. that song? Okay. <laughs> Pop yeah. and circumstance. While they say their name. <laughs> okay. That sounds yeah. like something. Another thing I was just thinking about since you brought up graduation, you didn't, did you get to do prom, senior prom? No. Were you looking prom forward to that? Thing. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you don't the understand. Me and my sister have been talking about her prom since a year ago. The week <laughs> <laughs> yeah the week that i was going to buy my dress i was like i'm gonna buy it this friday i was pushing everything to friday that was the friday that they announced this is your last day in school for the next two weeks before we do like the little before like the government announced that schools were closing mm -hmm. i was like on that monday i was like i'm gonna buy my dress i'm gonna buy my palm stuff on friday and then on like friday came and it was like a whole thing everybody's like we don't know what, what's happening nothing nobody knows what's gonna happen so like i was i felt like Honestly, I felt lucky because everybody who bought their dress is like taking pictures in their house and saying like, this is my <laughs> but at least I didn't have to spend the money. So. <laughs> Aww. Aww. so do you feel like you were robbed of a senior year? Like we just heard graduation, prom. I know, I know there were a lot of events that would have taken place. Like all of that changed up. So do you feel like you were robbed? I feel like, like I was robbed of my like time, like to say like to start feeling like it's closing and be like bye to my friends and stuff like that. Like I'm not super upset about like the events. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm upset about the events. I feel like I'm more upset about 
the way I had to say like bye to my teachers like through email and like how I'm like trying to find ways to like close time with my friends that are not going to the same college as me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm kind of most upset about. You're but like, like also you? we're also supposed to have we're also supposed to have like an in person um thing. So yeah. Later what do you mean, on. In person thing. Whenever what that, that is. What is a thing? We don't know what that means. In person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they said when they announced the virtual graduation, they said we're gonna have a virtual graduation held on this date at this time, but there's also going to be an in-person celebration at a later date. And like they just said at a, they've been saying at a later date. That's their like slogan. So mm-hmm. um, oh, so you still I guess that could happen. be a year from now. Yeah, like I don't it's think gonna it's gonna be, gonna next be year. like a graduation. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be like a, it's definitely not going to be a walk across the stage kind of, but kind of more like a clo- a closure. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a bad idea. No, but I was asking um, Lou, how about you? Like, do you feel like you've been robbed from um, a piece of your senior year, especially like in terms of saying goodbye to some of your friends that have, might um, be graduating this spring and things like that? Yeah, I do. I actually feel like a lot of my friends, like I didn't get to see them throughout the last semester their college year so it's like it's it's painful because I'm just talking to them on FaceTime talking to them on the phone and they're just like already saying their goodbye like I miss you all that so it hurts but I mean at the same time it like it just makes you think about the memories you did make like, you know hold them closer so and then on top of it it's like it's kind of the same thing with like uh how for Lucas graduation everybody like unsat they're not satisfied with how graduation took place but at the same time they understand it's like the circumstances they were dealt with and mm-hmm. they're going to try to make it up to the students um hopefully in december when i graduate so yeah yeah no i was just thinking like senior year of college like you <sighs> have to you have you don't the last semester doesn't matter so much but mm-hmm. after the semester like the summer after like yeah people stay around sure. people party people celebrate that's sure. what you're missing out the most on because yeah. now yeah. is the time like you should be like we're done we could do whatever it's like, lit you know, like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. Like, they do the most so right i'm kind of right. sad for you <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what like, honestly, like imagine me dalapal sitting in this house with these two two um two people yeah the crazy part is yeah. like i have friends that graduated like last semester or the semester before so it's like i i gotta see how they like how it was for them. Mm, so it's yeah. like for 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 our like our uh, classes, it's like dang, like they don't get experience the same things, and it's like yeah. that's what really makes like graduating college or high school the best. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's certainly certainly a marker. Like you want to celebrate and enjoy, and things feel different. And right now you can't really, do it. but you know, like you guys are saying, hopefully when things open back up, I'm sure I'm actually a hundred percent certain people are going to do the most to try to make up mm-hmm. for all these things that people are going to yeah. do prom. I'm sure there's going to be oh, yeah. college. Like, they're going to do prom in college. <laughs> like, yeah. they're not going to let it go. It's gonna be I like, can already see it. It's going to be like the Beast Festival. Like, we want to change this shit. <laughs> yeah. so honestly, honestly, honestly. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. No, but Delapa, did you have any last questions for these two? No, I think you guys have, I mean, given us a lot of insight. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of leave feeling sad. Like, at, at first I was thinking, I oh, I'm happy for you guys because your GPAs would go up. Like, yeah, you do yeah. whatever you want. I see yeah. people talking about, like, 
they finished with a 4.0 GPA, 1A, like five passes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was happy for people, but now I'm like, damn, academically, I feel like there's a lot of positives, like yeah. no pressure situations. Yeah, right, I can right. see the negative, like in the more social aspect. Of, yes, like you said, exactly. not being around people and getting to enjoy those moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like it is what it is, so we, we can't dwell on it, and we're not mm-hmm. like walking around sad every second but it's like you know when you do think about it it's like ah i wish it yeah. went another way but mm-hmm. at the same time in the future we're gonna make up for it no, for sure. yeah. yeah no class of 2020 they're gonna like be able to commiserate going on down this year history. together for <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. we're always able to have each other to relate to like yep. yeah i didn't have a senior year either <laughs> yeah no for sure like you know how baby boomers they always talk about baby boomers like this this like collection of people we just will never right. understand exactly. class of 2020 you guys are a collection that are never going to be understood for years and years and years yeah, right. sure. um, no, oh, I do have so one last question real quick on. actually oh, okay. for me I have a question so have you yep. found out from your school if you're going to have to go back for the fall yet um no my school we we haven't found out yet so okay. it's kind of like it's it's crazy I don't know how that's going to work out I don't think I don't think I think, like, I don't think maybe, like, for the first few weeks or the first month, we're not going to go back and then we might start filtering in, like, yeah, just because. Yeah, like a hybrid type of thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, I was just, just wondering. Least, just if, like, they get a treatment or some type of, like, anything where it's, like, they can, like, at least combat the, 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 uh, rate of infection yeah Yeah, the rate of infection so i don't know i don't think we're gonna go back immediately but they haven't said anything yeah i mean i know that university of south um south carolina right they have they've already like confirmed that they're going back they're coming back yeah and they're going to do like a hybrid semester yeah Yeah. okay but most schools most people most like states are just like it's too early to decide most schools so makes sense fair enough Yes, fair enough. Okay, Faye, go ahead. You're about to give us a closing statement. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say it was a pleasure having you guys on the podcast. Um, hopefully, we'll have future appearances from the both of you on yes. much more um, happier notes, <laughs> less yeah. somber notes. Um, but sure. yeah, again, it was great having you guys on. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for being on, guys. All much right. appreciated. No problem. No problem. All right, it's shout out time. Woo-hoo. I'm excited. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, this is shout outs for the last episode of season three. So, you know, it's going to be a special shout out. Um, so, first of all, I'm going to shout out Faye, my number one co host, my Aww. favorite co host. You know, like <laughs> of all the co hosts of life, you're my number one co host. So, shout out to Absolutely. Faye for being here every episode. You know, it's been fun <laughs> recording these with you as it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Miriam, who helps us with so much stuff that we can't even... Mm-hmm. The people don't know, but she's, you know, yeah. is one of our, our backbones. Mm-hmm, Shout out to mm-hmm. Doi, who helps us as well, who's been on the show. I believe she's been on a couple episodes this season. I could be wrong. Right. But she's always here, being a host, being a producer, being a whatever. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her as well. And then I want to shout out to 
all the guests that we've had so far this season. We had yeah. a bunch of guests. We had a lot. I yeah. really want to mention all your names, but you guys are going to get a special package from us. So don't worry. Oh, you, you, yep. you appreciate it. <laughs> but shout out to all our guests from, you know, Daniel came on to talk about, you know, the medical field, Emeka, yeah. day, um, mm-hmm. Vanessa. I wasn't going to yeah. mention everyone's name. I don't know why I started. Guys, you just started. It. Now, who, if we forgot anybody, we apologize. <laughs> yes, yes. And Faye, go ahead. Who are you going to yeah, shout no. out? No, I definitely want to shout you out as well. Like, you are also my favorite host of life. So thank you for doing this with me. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this season. I think we did such a good job, and I like how it um, all worked out, um, quarantine or not. And then secondly, we want to shout out all of our listeners, especially those of you that entered our giveaway to end season three. We decided to um, run an Instagram giveaway, and we had a good amount of entries. So we appreciate any of you that entered um, and if any of you are interested in finding out who won, go ahead on Instagram. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, you need to do that so you don't miss the next giveaway. And, and, and I was going to go off. Shout okay. out to the listeners. Shout out to everybody that's listening to our episode yeah. right now. Listen to past yeah. episodes, new listeners, yeah. old listeners, one-time yeah. listeners. Shout yeah. out to you because obviously we do this so somebody can listen to it. So we appreciate mm-hmm. you guys, you know, doing us the favor, taking time out of your busy schedules and listening. Yeah, please make sure to share, subscribe, like, all that stuff. um, And we'll see you in season four. Hey, peace.